Hey everyone, this is your therapy session with Emily. I'm your host, Emily Mazur, aka Portland Hairstylist. since March 23rd. Before that, I was kicking butt at the gym. I am, well not yet, not yet, but my goal is to be a posh suburban mom. A killer stylist in Portland, but a posh suburban mom. I love my gym. They have a sauna, steam room, hot tub in the women's locker room, and they have childcare. It was my sanctuary and a time that I could have for myself. I miss it. When we closed down, I was so gung-ho to work out from home. I have a jump rope, weights, and a crunch machine in the garage. Now, I don't even know where that equipment is. So I fell off the wagon, you guys. I'm not doing my whole 30 anymore, and I'm just, I'm not eating clean. Even with the ups and downs, not working out, which now, since I'm broadcasting this, I am. And with the isolation, cabin fever, days running together that you don't even know what day it is. There have been some positive things as well. Connecting with others through FaceTime or phone call, which I like calling people, I do. I like calling my friends and talking with them over the phone and seeing how they're doing. And guess what? People have the time to answer their phones now. I can't tell you how many times I've called someone and they just never return the call. They'll text, but they'll never return a phone call. COVID-19 has made people slow down and to become more reflective and connecting with others. And I've connected with people that I never thought I would. Starting a podcast is very scary and starting a podcast calling stylists and business owners, ones that I respect, is very difficult. Well, from having the time off, I've been able to contact quite a few people here in the Portland area, but also outside as well. And I love it. I love talking to new people and listening to their passions about the craft. Just recently, I was talking with my friend, Ashley Starr, and we were discussing about hair, team environment, camaraderie, and learning from each other. She's obviously a fellow hairstylist, and I truly respect her. She found me by following my work on Instagram and the shoots I had done. What was funny is she had met my friend Janelle, who also works at 77 Salon in a cutting or color class. When Janelle mentioned that she worked at 77, Ashley was like, oh, wait a minute, I know this person. Well, at least on Instagram. So I reached out to her. We started talking more recently since COVID-19. I love her drive passion, her openness, and her feelings about the craft. And because she is positive, friendly, and open, she has the two qualities that I find to be the most important, and especially what we really need now with COVID-19. And that is being a team player and being a kind person. I've been in quite a few salons and taught where I've felt like the underdog. I'm a crier. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not so much anymore, but who knows? I have two beautiful active twin boys who are almost 20 months and a lot of times I don't feel like crying but I do feel like tearing my hair out. <laughs> so, 
but you know, I was a crier. You know, I was a crier in grade school. I was a crier in high school. I was a crier in beauty school, and even when I taught. Some of the students can be mean, and some of the teachers. I remember when I taught, I was transferring from the Hillsborough campus to the Beaverton campus for Northwest College of Hair Design. When someone, I think it was a student, had told me the person in charge, the supervisor at Beaverton, had asked other teachers who I previously worked with how I was like, like what was my personality. And the other teachers, I don't think they had anything nice to say about me, but they did mention that I cried. When I started working there, before the students would arrive, they'd do a Starbucks run. So they'd ask everybody, oh, okay, what do you want to order? What would you like? And then someone would drive to Starbucks. And for a couple weeks, they never asked me. <laughs> like, they didn't. And I'm like, whatever. But, you know, eventually they did. So I know what it's like to not feel liked. And I think the reason why they didn't like me is because... I saw how they treated others and I didn't like that. So I wasn't friends with them. For the longest time, I always thought I was too sensitive. Yearning to fit in. I've never been a part of a clique, but I wanted to, you know? And I've always worried about people talking behind my back. I've realized over the many years of hair, working at various salons, interacting and working with a variety of personalities, and now being a mom, I realized that I'm not too sensitive. I know who I am. I know what I value. I know what's important to me. And I know what I ask from other people. The people and hairstylists that I respect the most, the ones that I gravitate towards, are driven. They're open to learning from others. Doesn't matter how long they've been in the field. They don't hoard information or the feel to need to one-up their fellow hairstylist. And most importantly, they're kind. They'll take the time to stop whatever they're doing, or as they walk by you and see you with your client, tell you that you've done a great job. You guys, I'm certainly not perfect. Um, when I'm upset or trying to solve a problem in my head, I can be difficult to work with at times. And I've had my soapbox moments where I've talked about people behind their back. It's awful and I've done it and I'm admitting it. And I'll tell you a story. For some reason, poor Georgie is the one who gets stuck listening to my soapbox moments in the break room. She is so sweet and nice and keeps to herself, but she used to hear me vent. This is awful, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you guys, this is what happened. One time I was extremely upset that we didn't have enough back bar. And it was because I was frustrated that I was walking back and forth in the salon trying to grab product so that I can finish my client. So what do I do? I go after my client, styling their client and checking them out. I go in the break room and I have my soapbox moment with poor Georgie. And guess who walks in? Our manager. And that sucked. She was quiet. She listened to me, finished my rant, and said, yeah, I totally see your point. She was very nice and just walked out of the room. And I felt like an a-hole. I felt awful. I was so embarrassed by my behavior. And it was entirely my fault. Well, I sucked it up, knocked on her door, and apologized. I felt so crummy about the situation and my behavior that I even called up the owner, April, and fessed up with what I did. And she's like, you know, yeah, you don't really want to use the break for that. 
So I don't use a break room at all for my soapbox moments. I now take the time and a moment and breathe and know that my frustration will pass and approach with a more healthier manner with better communication. I still falter and I still get heated about things. We're all human, but you know what? For how awful and mortified I felt and how awful I disrespected our manager, as well as putting my fellow stylist in an awkward situation, it felt good to apologize. It was humbling and a moment that I definitely learned from and will always remember. As a stylist and the many experiences that I've had in the salon and teaching, I feel like there's two different types of people. They're the ones who won't give you the time of day. They don't care to know who you are what your work is. I'm not sure if it's because they feel entitled or been around the block a couple times and frankly tired of getting to know new people, but they're not nice and I don't like them. And you know what? The reason why I'm bringing this up is because I've taken the brunt of that. I remember one time when I was first starting a salon, I was so excited and happy when I was folding towels with another stylist and I looked up at them with a big smile and said, hi, I'm Emily, I'm the new stylist. They looked directly in my eyes as they were folding their towels and just said one word with so much disdain. And it was, and? That was the first interaction I had with that stylist when at a new salon I started working at. It was mean and it was totally uncalled for. Those people freak me out because I can't be my true self. And that is someone who is kind, open, friendly, loves to joke around, and makes mistakes and admits it. If you notice, I love laughing. And I love laughing at my own jokes because I think I'm funny. But I don't trust those people's motives because I feel that if I open up, they'll use that as ammunition later. And I don't know where I stand with them or even if I truly stand with them at all. Now, the second type of person that I've worked with and still work with and I'm friends with, I can open up, I can be myself, and those are individuals who are creative, driven, inquisitive of others and their talents. They're thoughtful and they're team players. Those people are my jam. And team players need a team environment. A team environment allows more creativity from an individual as well as a salon as a whole. A team environment embraces and respects vulnerability, and a team environment creates an inner drive from all individuals to learn from each other. And a team environment and the stylists within that environment will be there to support each other when one is in need. Thinking about how I'd like to run my own salon, uh, it scares me. One of my biggest fears is having that in my salon and not seeing it having the negativity and how it will and can affect my team. I was talking to my friend Casey, who just left 77 to start his own little salon, which I'm so proud of. And I can't wait to see how it's set up. When I talked to him about this dilemma and fear, he told me because that fear is on the forefront of my mind and my core values are embracing each other and our vulnerabilities and being a team player, that I'll be able to see it and I shouldn't worry. But I do because I've been there. I have felt small and insecure about myself and my talents. And I've seen how damaging that behavior can be with fellow stylists as well as the group as a whole. And I truly believe that you cannot have a solid team without a strong foundation. I feel very fortunate to be working at 77. 
I've met some incredible individuals. And what I love is how different we are, our appearances and how we dress, what kind of people we'd like as clients, what kind of hair we'd like to do, and just our personalities in general. These are good stylists, good people, and all who are very talented. So I'm gonna do a shout out for this episode for 77 Salon. So there's my friend Janelle. <laughs> we, we've known each other for over 10 years. I remember when she met her husband. Both of us were working at Bishop's on Northwest 21st and Janelle has always been my rock. She's the friend that I always know where she stands. She's been there for me through really tough times and I love watching her work. I love that she's been getting into curly hair and I love her professionalism. And then there's Erin. Erin is my soul sister. She is the yin to my yang. We love talking about hair, how to improve ourselves in our career. And I, I mean, we've gotten into some heated debates. <laughs> so heated that I got into an argument with her in my room at the salon. I was so worried that Chris and Casey had heard me almost yelling. And I remember stopping the conversation. I was so heated up. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to talk about this. I'm leaving. Well, when I was driving home, I was thinking about our conversation and I started to smile and laugh to myself. The next time I saw her, I gave her a big hug and I told her I loved her. She gets me and she is somebody that I can be myself and I can be very open with. Ariana, Ariana does amazing blow dries and beautiful balayages. I love watching her work and uh, I really like how she places foils as well as how she places the hair when she does a balayage. And this girl has killer style. You guys should check out her IG. Allie's thing is icy blondes and extensions. She also does beautiful wedding hair and makeup as well. And a couple of years ago, she did some really awesome makeup on herself for Halloween, which I had no idea how talented she was. Uh, it was really cool to see all the different face paints and all the makeup that she did for herself for the month of October. Uh, she's very talented and is very sweet. And Georgie, Georgie is chill. She keeps to herself and she is an amazing artist. And I really like listening to her stories. Georgie, I am not using the break room as my soapbox anymore. So you don't have to worry, okay? Haley, Haley just moved from Indiana. She's crazy talented and she has beautiful hair pics on her IG. <laughs> She's 17 years younger than me, guys. I'm old, but I love her energy. She's calm and she's very in-depth. And Chris, I love Chris. He creates these amazing colors and he's really into coloring wigs. It's cool to see the different palettes he uses. Amy is a great stylist and she creates these beautiful blondes, natural looking, and I love that term, the lived in hair. That's Amy. She's also great with communication. She works at the front desk a few days a week and I've had to have her help me quite a few times with clients. She's always gotten back to me and she she's great with communicating with clients. Imad, I haven't had the chance to work with uh, for very long, but I already know that I like him. Originally from Syria, he has a story and I'm really looking forward to getting to know him more and watching him create beautiful hair. 
and Alicia. Alicia is our manager and she's a killer barber. One thing that I really like about Alicia is if you do have a problem or concern and you speak with her by being rational and calm, unlike me in my soapbox moments, she is very good at listening and she can be very diplomatic. And then there's April, our owner. I've been at the salon for almost five years. There are times when I haven't been my best self and I'm sure I've been a pain, but I feel that I've always been able to be real with her. I've called her up when I needed help or advice and I trust her. And one thing that is very important to me is that she tells me she trusts me and that means something. I, You guys, I don't know another owner that would be cool with their stylist talking about getting their own place. Like, and I don't even know if I would be that gracious if I had a stylist in my salon saying, hey, I wanna to talk to people about opening my own place. So I recognize that, I wanna make sure to honor that, and I respect it, and I don't wanna screw it up. So I'm very thankful to have an owner like April. So that's our team. We're all different, all very talented, and we're all after one goal. And that is to create great hair. If you're a stylist struggling right now, you feel like you don't fit in, or you're worried about how others view you or your work, or you just feel like you're not good enough, all I would say is don't compromise who you are just to try to fit in. Know your strengths and know that you are worthy and talented. And I promise you the right people will find you. You guys, it has taken me 13 years to finally be confident in myself and recognize my strengths, see my weaknesses, although some people do have to remind me, and to know my talents. So don't worry, you'll find your people. Well, that's it for now. So be safe, be healthy, and above all, be hopeful. This is your therapy session with Emily. I'm your host, Emily Mazur, AKA Portland hairstylist. Show written and produced by Emily Mazur, editing by 127 Media House.